Welcome back to another episode of Sweet Gravy. We've got a very special person with us today. Um, he is uh, my first employer. He's a man I've known on the wrestling mat uh, many, many sessions. He, uh, uh, a good workout partner, uh, an entrepreneur. And just an all-around good guy, Mr. Luis Oliveros. Welcome. Welcome. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much, man. Uh, it's been a while. I really, uh, seeing you is, is awesome. No doubt about it, brother. Seeing you is great. It's been a while. I haven't been able to give you a big old hug. I'm, when, when do I get to do that? Oh, man. I haven't been back in Kentucky for a, a while. I was, supposed to go, I was supposed to go in August, I believe, of last year. Yeah. And... I think it was August, and it was right around the time everything was getting kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, Louisville had their uh, right. had their. Not yeah. only was the pandemic going on, but there were also other issues around yeah. the city. So, oh, crazy. Yeah, so I kind of kind of stayed away there for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. It, it it was I was really bummed about it because um, I had a nice nice room set up at the seal box, you know, I was like, Oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I went all out for the planning of it for the oh, actual wow. thing. I was like, Oh, Oh man, I went to work instead, you know, yeah. <laughs> but that's the all right. Box. The seal box, man, that place got a lot of stories, a lot of history, a lot of history there. That's awesome. Brother. Yeah. Kentucky. When was, when did you leave? When was that? When, when, uh, when was our time that we got to roll on the map? When was that? Um, yeah. Well, you know, I was in high school in 2006. Okay. okay. So, you how you and I met. We'll start there, right? Let's go. So, I left uh I was living in Eureka, Missouri, which is outside of St. Louis. Okay. And it was the summer between my uh sophomore and junior year of high school. Okay. I I moved to the uh, uh an apartment complex that was right behind Primetime Fitness. Oh, yeah. And uh in uh crestwood right yeah was it yeah and uh so uh i was playing football i wrestled in i wrestled in eureka but i wasn't going to continue wrestling um once i moved i was like you know it's a good step i wasn't that good i started my freshman year it takes a couple years to kind of get your basis on a sport you know <laughs> and uh but i needed to start working out for football and yeah. so my dad and I, we, we go to Primetime Fitness, which was a gym that you were the owner of, right? Okay. And uh, we were like, yeah, we're ready for a membership, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, what sports do you do? And I was like, oh, I play football and I wrestle. And you know that we're in Crestwood, the South Oldham High School area. And you're like, oh, yeah, you wrestle? Yeah, you, you looking at me. You're like, I've never seen this guy before. What's he talking about? You know, so I was like, yeah. And then once once the season starts happening, I see you at the at the you know at the gym in practice, wrestling practice. I was like, that's the guy that owns the gym that I work at. You know, 
work out at. So it was awesome. Dude, you know, man, I love to hear these stories because uh, I honestly, I forget them all. Uh-huh. I just, I don't, you know, time is so quick. Um, so you telling me that is just the coolest thing ever. Um, we had a incredible time wrestling, you know, right? right. It's the greatest, my, to me, it's the greatest sport in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still obsessed with it. I still do it. You know, I'm still coaching itself. It's it's gotten me to where I in my life to where I am today. Uh, it's humbly got me there. Um, at the same time, it's also taught me how to be very humble, but also very much a warrior um, with a no prisoner attitude. Sure, you know what I'm saying. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. Yep. You know it, it is a, it is a very humbling sport, but it, there's it's also a no prisoner sport. Like mm-hmm. take home no prisoners. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's got two massive sides to it that unless you've done it, you just don't understand. <laughs> you just don't understand, you know, and, uh, uh, that was some good times, bro. That was some good times. I think, uh, that's me. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess my question is with wrestling, sure. um, if you get a, you can get a scholarship in with college, right? Sure. College with yeah. wrestling. So yeah. say you, you get a scholarship in college and then you're at the top of the team and you're amazing. Then what do you, where do you go from there? You, the only thing that's, what's crazy about wrestling is, is why I'm so, um, I love it so much because it's a sport that has nothing to do with money. Um, there's no money after it. It's pure. The love, of the game, the love, of the sport, the pride in it, uh, making yourself better. Every day you're battling with the greatest in the world. Um, it's the it's the step below uh, MMA world. You know what I mean? UFC and all that stuff. It's just it's right there uh, when you get to that level. Um, and even those guys don't do it for the money. Uh, it's all for proving to yourself what you can do out there. Um, but a lot of the best in the world become coaches. Um, and, and now they're finally starting to make a little money in sponsorships. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I can say that um, very proud to be a part of the sport. Very, very proud to say that I'm a wrestler. Very proud to um, teach it, coach it, and also, you, you know, get people to understand how much it helps you in life. There, it's, it's a non-ego sport. It destroys your ego, doesn't it, Kurt? Yeah. It destroys your ego. I would <laughs> say that. Quick. Yeah, for sure. You know I mean? Guys like I hate this. I don't hate to say this, but I'll be honest with you. Uh, guys like LeBron James or Michael Jordan or or uh, Tom Brady wouldn't last a second in our sport. It's it's brutal. It's another level of physicality and mentality. Um, and they're not in it because they're not they're not worthy of it. They're not good enough for it. Um, and that's just the truth. That's just the way I feel about it. It's what I believe. It's my opinion, of course, you know. Um, but the guys that are in it that have made it to the highest level, like the Olympics, world champions and things like that, if you met them, and I've met them, they're a different mental animal compared to anybody else. But they're also very humble in a very uh, respectful way. They're just they're incredible people, very successful people, too, after life. You know, they go do great things in their own world, in their own way, you know? 
Yeah, I think uh, the humbling thing is a lot of people don't realize how much work it is to actually. Um, so I think maybe my first year that I wrestled, which would be my freshman year, I maybe wrestled like three matches. <laughs> two of them exhibition you know so it was before the the matches even started it wasn't even yeah. for anything you know yeah. you're like you're like and you go to practice every day you know and you're 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 puking it's thanksgiving morning you're like oh man why am i here at practice you know it's the the it's a sport that's in the worst time of the year you oh, know it's Second cold time. you know it's cold they're making yeah. you run outside you're like it's freezing outside why are you making yeah, me yeah. do this you know it's the holiday you may, season you may get christmas maybe maybe you know? yeah yeah depends how we do you know on the on the 23rd you know <laughs> yeah exactly. true yeah true especially with pfizer yeah right <laughs> so you know it's uh, it's something and then you know my uh sophomore year i maybe did a little bit better you know junior year yeah. you kind of yeah. find your stride and it, it's it's one of those things that it just takes time to understand and it, it and you have to work at it and it's something that you don't really get any reward for a long time you know you're like why am i doing this you know there's there's a reason that a lot of wrestling teams have just the team, you know, and it's, and that's it. Yeah. Right. They barely fill in the weight class. Right. Yeah. It's hard as fuck. Okay. <laughs> it's hard as fuck. Right. And, but that's what it, when I started, I was a sophomore in high school. And even though I was a, a good athlete, okay. Um, and did very well, dude, I got my ass whooped. Mm -hmm. Okay. My ass whooped, okay, by especially my teammates were at the time were very, very good. And even guys on other teams that were like superstars, you know, and I'm coming out there with an attitude, you know, I'm going to whoop this guy's ass, whatever. And then he's tech pins me, you know what I mean? Like that's insulting, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like he just played with me. And this guy's like, you look like Urkel. Uh-huh. Straight up. You know, I'm, <laughs> All like, right. I'm like, I'm like, you know, good looking, you know, fit, whatever guy. And I'm, you know. This kid looked like Urkel. I swear to gosh, this is a great true story. This kid was from Michigan, been wrestling all his life. And he looked like Urkel. And I'm like, I'm going to whoop <laughs> this kid's ass, dude. I'm going to whoop this kid's ass. And my coach didn't say a word. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who this kid was. My coach did. <laughs> and he just kind of just kept his mouth quiet. He didn't say shit to me. You know, he say nothing. He was, he was teaching me a lesson quietly. Right. I went out there. Dude, this guy tech pinned me, okay, in two minutes. Right. And I got up and I looked at him. I'm like, what the fuck just happened, man? <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, that Urkel has been wrestling since he's four years old. <laughs> so your brawny, tough ass attitude, you know, just got destroyed by what's called technique, dumbass. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Right. And that changed everything for me. Uh, I worked on more than anything technique, not my athletic ability all that prowess, whatever, um, my technique. And that was really cool because I use that today in my life today too, with everything that I do in my business life and my, my family life as a father, a husband, all those things, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then coaching you guys too, is there's steps to everything, right? Steps right. to everything, follow them. You can create your own stuff if you want to, but there's always a foundation to everything, man. Okay. So pretty much it man yeah yeah no no but you also have to you know figure out 
uh, how to get there. You know, it's a lot of self exploration. You know, like oh. mm-hmm. you know, you might fail at something, and you're like, well, you know, let's not let's not see that as a defeat. Let's see that as a lesson. You know, like how would you? How would you go about that? You know what I mean? Like, how many times did you? When did you want to quit? Ever? When did you want to quit when you're wrestling? Um, I, <laughs> I think whenever I'm, when when like I said, whenever I moved, I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to a new school. I'm not uh, not known as a you know a a wrestler at this new school. I can just you know do the football, and uh, uh, the coaching staff on our football team at the time. Uh, didn't really, didn't really, I didn't mesh with them very well. And it's not so much that it was just, it's like, uh, I feel like being on a team, it has to fit, you know, like, (laughs) unfortunately, whenever you're in school, you have that team and that's it. But, you know, it's, it's finding, you know, what works for you. And then, uh, it was Ben Greco. He was like, well, you know, we got a pretty good wrestling team. And yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go and I'll check it out. And me and uh, a guy that was on the football team, he went to one practice. It was going to be his first time going to practice. He never wrestled before. He's like, oh, I'll go check it out. And he didn't show up the next day. And <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was uh, typically beforehand. I was uh, two fifteen. Yeah. And Taylor was the resident was, 215. And I was like, man, you know, I guess I got to bump up to heavyweight. And I, I like knew that it was just going to be difficult. But that actually yeah. benefited me because I had better endurance than the people yeah. in that weight class. I was yeah. typically the smallest dude, you know, yeah. but but yeah. I could outwork them. That's right. And That's right. Uh, a lot of uh, heavyweight matches, uh, they end in a pin. You know they don't they don't make it the full six minutes. No. Yeah. They, but I could just gas them, and you know what? I could lock up and I could tie up with somebody, and you know move them around, and they're working harder than I am because I know what I'm doing, you know, and they don't know what I'm doing, so I can kind of rest, and they're gassing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So once I once I realized how to do that, I I was in, you know. I, I went all in my senior year. I didn't play football. You know, I was like, I'm going to focus on this. Went to some camps during the summer. Bruce and I, we went to uh, Bruce Baumgartner's <laughs> camp in Bruce, oh, Ohio. Man, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was at that point, it was I was just in it, you know. Yeah. So listen, man, I'm very proud of you for not quitting, uh, because if you can use that same mentality and you have through your life, uh, you're going to have success no matter what. It doesn't matter. You were, uh, remember Taylor Shears, three times state champion. Okay. Uh, you practice with him a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I did too, you know, and, and you know, he's I guess he's a lawyer now somewhere. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where he's at. I haven't been able to keep up with him, but, uh, you know, you're successful too, in your own way, you're doing something now that you enjoy doing and, and you just, same mentality. You don't quit. You just keep doing. Have fun with it, though. You know. I mean, right. you did have fun wrestling, did you not? Yes, I did. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me ask a quick question. When you uh, were wrestling, were there any girls that was allowed to? Were there, were there like was it a 
league or no there was a there was a girl that i heard the class before me before i showed up there there's a girl on the team but i think now they're they pretty much have separate teams right man it's grown it's grown bro it's like uh it is the women's wrestling has been the fastest growing sport in mm -hmm. our nation right in our country um uh, and uh it has been unbelievable what we got we had we got like one girl right now, but there are women's only teams. Now, girls wrestle on the guy teams too. They get to wrestle the guys, mm -hmm. but they also do individual girls against girls only. You know what I mean? So we've got girls here in Kentucky that are on Junior Olympics uh, teams, which is really cool. Um, um, oh shoot, I'm trying to think. Uh, I just lost my train of thought because yeah, you know who, total who I'm talking about. What's to that? Total Divas is a reality show oh. about the girl wrestlers. <laughs> that that would be amazing. Seriously, they have they it's have a show. It's a John Cena a girlfriend is on there with her twin sister, and uh, yeah. they're in the WWE pretty much. And it's a reality yeah. show. Oh no, a lot of girls like um, what's her name? That was MMA um, superstar uh, uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. You know they got to do. You know. Um, WWE, that's a lot of cool stuff. That's really neat. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, but, uh, oh, gosh, I just lost my train of thought because I know you were talking about my – I hate to say this, but my favorite – my most successful wrestler I've ever got to coach is a female. Oh, yeah. Remember Chelsea Roundtree? No, see, that's who I was talking about. Yeah, that, that, that was so, before me, yeah. Chelsea now is – she was amazing. Absolutely the most technical savage I've ever met in a wrestler. Honestly, if she was a male with testosterone, she'd have to be a four time state champion. Okay. And in fact, I keep up with her. we still talk all the time. Her husband's the wrestler. He wrestles, he coaches wrestling and she's going to start her own women's wrestling team. Now she's a teacher. She's a mom. And if you met her, you never know that she was a wrestler. She's amazing. I coached her. I trained her. I took her to nationals. We got third place in nationals and women's only. Uh, she would have won the whole thing, but she had um, um, uh, asthma, uh, and she had to take the inhaler every every period. Mm -hmm. So if she didn't have that that dilemma, in a sense, or, or that weakness, uh, she would have smoked everybody. Um, but it did it did hurt in a, in a sense, physical activity. You know, she doesn't have any oxygen. You know, right? Uh, but Chelsea Roundtree and of course Taylor Shear, uh, super stud. Um, and if just a few of there's Mark Shaver, you know, remember, um, you remember some of the guys, but you know, it's, it's a lot of fun, but, but women are, they're just, you know, I'll be honest with you. They're, they're, they're unbelievable in, in the wrestling world. Tough studs, man, studs. So, <laughs> but I'm glad that you didn't quit buddy, because that's going to, that's going to just carry on through your life, uh, and make you successful. So when you're having a tough day, tough time, whatever it is, Let's go back into that mentality of wrestling. You know what I mean? And right. you can't lose, man. You can't lose. It's impossible. It's possible. In yeah. Kentucky, we, drink, we drink bourbon in Kentucky. I drink <laughs> bourbon every day. I work out and I drink bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best hydration comes with bourbon, you would say? 
a nice a nice sipping whiskey i like to lift weights and uh have a nice little sipping whiskey you know hey, it makes, makes me vascular i guess it's cool <laughs> i work out by myself so it doesn't matter you know i'm in my damn basement workout so who gives a shit you know what yeah I, mean? I i i curl i curl uh 50 50 pounds each arm and then you know i curl two ounces you know <laughs> <laughs> well i want to well, ask uh lewis about the the Floyd Mayweather and uh, Jake Paul fight since, oh, since Tom, since Tom didn't, didn't know about oh. didn't know who Floyd Mayweather was like I don't know Ooh, where he man let me tell you something about that I have mixed feelings about that to be honest with you um, I didn't like it I didn't like it no um, to me it was disrespectful to the boxing world boxing community um, absolutely the re- the real <laughs> boxers out there. Yeah. Uh, Floyd Weather. Floyd, and, and again, I'm not a Floyd Mayweather uh, follower. I could care less for the guy. I respect his boxing big time. He's a phenom. He's a, the best in the world, not the best in the world. As a human being, as a person, again, I don't know him personally, but just from seeing on the outside, I don't like the guy. Uh, Jake Paul. Again, respectfully, he's doing great things, making money. Okay, I got to respect mm-hmm. that. Uh, but he's a worthless piece of shit. <laughs> okay. he, well, uh, he found he a way not, to, to corner the internet. He, he found he, he's the dude, best to do this media thing. Ah, that is so, oh, it pisses me off to say he's so good at that. You know it, what I mean? He's very I good fucking, at it. He's created an empire from YouTube. I, fascinating i mean i'm like that's what i'm saying now here i am i'm trying to like figure out this bullshit internet shit still okay i'm still trying to figure it out right well kids jumped on it early and they had they they already came from a wealthy family so uh they they had the resources and time to invest in just being on youtube all day making videos they had the best camera equipment and all those things because they were already I, here's what pisses me off. I can't fucking stand that guy. Okay, to be straight up. <laughs> he's a rich um, kid. Or, and then now he's even more rich. <laughs> I fucking hate the kid. Okay, and I'll tell you why. Because all he'll do is box. He will not step in the gym in an octagon. Okay, he will not step in, step in the cage at all. Why? He will get destroyed really fast. That's smart on his part, right? But yeah. I have no respect for him as a fighter, as an athlete, he's none of that. He is a, just a fucking show. Okay. Mm-hmm. And very good at it. Okay. I, I can't hate that, man. I can't. Okay. So, but as far as anything else goes, I have no respect for him. Um, I lost my respect even more for Floyd Weather. I didn't respect him beforehand, but I don't respect him anymore because he's just using the sport now. You know what I mean? That made him so successful. And there's so many guys out there that deserve that limelight more than anybody else, more than Jake Paul. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or his brother. So, you know, as a diehard guy like that, um, yeah, I can't stand both of them. Um, <laughs> I'd fucking fight Mayweather any day. That was an all MMA, not mm-hmm. boxing. He'll kill me in that department. Uh, but let me have him as an, you know, as an MMA guy. Uh, fuck, I'll fight Jake Paul, an MMA guy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because that's a different ballgame there. Totally different ballgame there. Uh, but he won't do that. He won't do none of that shit. 
because he knows he'll get destroyed in like less than 60 seconds. Um, and that'll ruin his career. But whatever. I mean, I mean, it's definitely, it's, I mean, I look at it and I, I don't know. I think it's Jake Paul and his brother, the way they, because that's what I do. I'm on all the media stuff. I mean, yeah. I got Facebook. I don't go on Instagram or none of those, but I look at all the reality stuff and different websites. Yeah. I watch different yeah. podcasts and all sure. these different things. And the way that they, they got YouTube the way they did. Hey, listen, an eight-year-old kid is making more money than most yep. people. <laughs> all right. An eight-year-old kid. Right. Because he's like, oh, I like that toy. Yeah, I'm opening uh, toys. 20 million. <laughs> I like that toy. Mom, okay, great. Dude, you know what? I respect that. I think it's awesome to people find ways to provide for themselves using whatever tools we have in this world, okay? Um, and that's what we need. I think that's what we can all do. That just goes to show you that anybody can be successful in this world, period. I don't care who you are, where you yeah. come from, whatever, you can do it, okay? I, I um, feel like everybody just got to give it up to the Parr brothers for the way they, like, they got the video of them, of the younger brother taking Floyd Mayweather's hat and then they posted the video on YouTube, and it's tens of millions of views that they made money off of. And that's a penny a click. <laughs> They're getting, they get a penny a click. <laughs> tens of millions of views. They made so much money off of his brother taking his hat and running away. And filming so, yeah, it and putting so, it on YouTube. Yeah, I know, man. And, you know, you want to get, <laughs> you want to be, best. you want to be jealous and envious of that shit, right? You know, you kind of do. You're like, he's motherfucker. You got to be kidding. Like the Kardashians. Come on, man. You got to be fucking kidding me, right? Like, mm -hmm. Their success from a uh, what a leaked porn video or sex video? Are you yep. serious? <laughs> That's how they've made their money. The but mom was a marketing genius. She know how to do it. That's the thing. It's the people behind you sometimes, and then she listen, had the, the oh, parents to. I mean, is is as as bad as that sounds, right? Uh, the mom is just like, oh, fuck it, whatever, let's use to make money. Hey, that was <laughs> genius, right? I know what I'm great at, and I know what I'm not. And I'm not going to spend my time trying to figure out what I'm not great at to be great at. Do what you're great at. Yeah. The rest will follow and come. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? I and mean, I, I feel like with the Kardashians, this, I mean, if you look at it, they were already kids that their dad was what worked on an oj simpson trial they were already in the media she was paris hilton's best friend always on her so they were already in that situation and then they Listen. i don't know they capitalized on it uh, you know those those motherfuckers don't know poverty for shit right you know but i'll tell you right <laughs> now if if i'm if if this world went to hell they ain't surviving I'll tell you it's that right true. now yeah right true. they ain't surviving i tell you that right now okay so that's fine. They can they can have all that stuff, and hopefully they're doing good things with it, with their fame and fortune. Uh, uh, hopefully they're doing great things with it. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, you just kind of you know stay focused on what you love doing, what you're doing, and and the the prosperity does come with it. You know, according to what you what you what you want. So I've been very fortunate in my life, very successful. I've got and had, I've accomplished everything I've ever wanted to do. And then I just keep raising the bar on myself. I have no competition. I have none. It's just the guy I see in the mirror every single day. That's it. And I just keep raising that bar. 
higher and higher and higher. And that's it. The rest is the rest is easy peasy, man. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know? you, you work at if you if you work at something, you never know what's gonna happen, right? Like yeah. you it's kinda you can't really fail if you keep trying, you know? Like that's not sure. that's not a failure. You know what I mean? Like I quitting, think quitting is failure. Right. Yeah. Now sometimes though <laughs> certain situations you got to let it go, right? Thank okay. you. That's what I say. I, I definitely will quit something so quick. Right? I'm not going to. Absolutely. I, I'm realistic. Yeah. Quit. Quit. Like, for example, go. let's go back to when I had the gym, right? So primetime fitness. Right. I worked very hard, 16 years. I'm ready to take it to the next level. Uh, started my own franchise and uh, invest a lot of money, a lot of time. And it was really easy. Like, it just happened so smooth, man. Guess what happened? The economy tanked, 2010, mm -hmm. 2007, 8, 9, 10, all right? Right. Uh, fuck, I didn't see that coming. No, I was going to be a million. 2010, I was going to make my first million. Mm -hmm. All right? right? It was shit. Finally, you know, all these years, it's hard work. Uh, no, man, I got pinned, dude. I got pinned, you know, first period. I mean, and how did, how did that feel? It felt like shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and I realized that's okay. It took me a few years to realize that, though. Uh, it brutally messed me up fin uh, mentally because mm -hmm. I thought that that's all I could do was the fitness business, the gym life, all that stuff. I thought that's all I could do. Uh, but a higher power said, no, you got plenty of other gifts, homie. Let me show you, you know, and uh, it was actually a, a blessing in disguise that uh, that happened. So uh, but I could say that now 10 years later. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, then I was like devastated, devastated, bro. Mm -hmm. That was everything I did. I did that. All, you know, that was my life, man. You know what I mean? It was my profession. And whew, to, to, to realize that I, I went bankrupt. I had no choice. I had to shut it down. I tried to get back into it and all the doors were closing. Um, I was lost, man. That was, it was a very bad time in my life. Very, very bad time. But the mental, that wrestler mentality kicked in and it says, uh, dude, I know you're on your back. Keep fighting, motherfucker. Let's go. Keep fighting. It's okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, you're breathing still. You know, he's not choking you out. You're breathing. You're just on your back. It's okay. Right. So, but it took a time. It took time. And I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life today, ever. So life just keeps getting better, man. That's awesome. That, that's, that's good to know. You're like, I, I mean, it's, it's good. Talking to you, but I'm talking to my man, Kurt. <laughs> that's right. Heavyweight, heavyweight champion of the world right there. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's definitely a, it's interesting to hear your version of that. Um, you as a business owner, when the economy tanked and all of that, cause I know for some workers, especially factory workers like my dad, he benefited once mm -hmm. the economy tanked. He was offered to buy out. He took it and he was mm -hmm. able to move, invest, and like uh, yeah. retired. He's in Texas yeah. now, retired, and he kind of he doesn't work anymore. He live you know live a good life. Um, hey man, a he earned it. He deserves it. Right, but the business owners suffered a lot during that time. Like no, I don't. Sure. I don't think I ever really uh, thought about the business owner in that situation. 
it was it was uh, uh it was like losing it was like it was like getting a divorce that you didn't want it was like losing a baby you know what yeah. i mean it was it was uh man it was a not an emotional mental nightmare uh because I'm not a control freak, but I am in control of my own destiny in my life. Um, and I lost control. It felt like I lost control. Like, right. holy shit. What the fuck is going on? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. seriously, dude? Um, I didn't get a bailout. Ford did. You fucking kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that really, that, that salted the wound. So it, I changed a lot. My perspectives changed on everything. Um, and it was actually good that uh, I learned a lesson. I, I just, it's a, it was a lesson, man. And, it, and I wasn't, it was, it was meant to end. That book is gone. That book mm-hmm. is closed. I, I started a new book. You know what I mean? Not a, not, not a new chapter, a new book. And so I'm writing my new book again, you know, and, um, but I had a good time at the same time. I had a good time. You know, people still talk about it to this day all the time. Primetime fitness, you know, and <laughs> that makes me feel good. You know, so what else can I do? I can do a lot. There's a group on Facebook. I, I'm not sure how many uh, members are still on it, but uh, you remember Shay. He started this group on Facebook way yeah. back, way back in the day. It's called Remembering the Fine Times at Primetime. Oh, oh. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I think you it, know, it was active for uh, maybe a good week and a half, you know, <laughs> but, but it's there. You can still find it. <laughs> I still have people talk about primetime to this day. And it's so cool because, you know, it's a again, it was just it was a, it's a book that's closed. Um, and it feels good that people have great memories, mm-hmm. you know. And they want to bring it. They were like, Lou, when are you bringing it back? Right. You know what I mean? And there's fucking 50 gyms now in Alden County, bro. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And they all want prime time back. Um, what I realized was the person who created prime time um, created an environment that people enjoyed going to. And that guy was, you know, Lewis. Mm-hmm. But what I've wanted to do was create something that doesn't have my name on it in a sense anymore, you know, that it's created, but people have to search really hard to see who it was mm-hmm. because I'll be honest with you. Um, that was tough. It was weird. Um, when a lot of people knew you in town, um, it would take me, I, I could go two hours away out of town and people would f- know who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're in a small town, right, Kirk? Right. Small yeah. town. It ain't big town. So that was really weird. I'll be honest with you, I didn't like it. Okay. I can't imagine being a Kardashian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a Paul. <laughs> or a Paul. Right. Fuck, I don't want that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit, man. And, you know, and that's just, I, I want to be, uh, you know, accomplish all the things that I want to in this world, whatever they, they are to me. And, but be completely unknown. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, Oh, somebody just donated a fucking hundred million dollars to this foundation, but we don't know who it is. 
Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Anonymous. That, yeah. That's 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 how I want to roll, kind of. Um, but nowadays, I'm having to struggle with the fact that I have to be known, um, and I'm it, I'm I'm being challenged by me getting out of the closet, you know, out of the box, whatever you want to call it, and, mm-hmm. and not be afraid to. Hey, this is the guy who created Fat Kid. This is the guy who created Dirty Boy. This is the guy who created Prime Time. You know, blah blah blah. And I struggle with that. You know what I'm saying? I struggle. I don't like fame or fame. I love fortune, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of money to be made out there because we can, you know, have fun. I got a lot of shit I want to buy, man. Fuck. You know, mm-hmm. I got I got fucking Lamborghinis there. Got my name on them right now. You know what I'm saying? I got to go get them, you know, <laughs> uh, takes money. But I'm not a Logan Paul, whatever those fuck those guys are. You know, I'm just I'm just not. Right. So I got to figure it out. You know, the, I don't know. The thing is, you have a personality that um, draws people. You're affable you 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 are bright you know you you people see you and you kind of shine a little bit and people want to know that so whenever you're doing something with your uh clothing currently you know like it's that personality comes out and people say i want to know that guy you gotta not be so nice lou you gotta you gotta be a guy people don't like if you don't want them to know you you know (laughs) so and and, and i've had i'm learning you know i mean i'm going i'm turning 50 very soon mm-hmm. um and it's kind of like okay now i gotta fucking be a 15 year old somehow you know what i mean it's like uh, my son you know he'll post something on instagram and he's got 350 people on it mm-hmm. like that you know what i'm saying <laughs> right i mean likes on it i get like 20 30 you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and he has 10 times less followers than i do mm-hmm. like what the fuck man you know what i'm saying so uh, that's so cool, though. That's so cool because yeah. I'm working with him. He's got his own. Yeah, he's got his own branding idea, and I'm, Dad's helping him out. My daughter does. We, you know, we've got some good shit going on, man. And uh, at the end of the day, again, um, it is I, I I gotta get out of my comfort zones and go do like what you just said. Just let you know my brands are who I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Fat Kid. This is the Fat Kid Project. So proceeds of my brands or anything that I do uh, go towards Fat Kid Project, which helps the homeless uh, and less privileged and things like that. Because that that makes my that makes my heart smile and my soul dance. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I love. That's why I was in the gym business for so long. I love to serve people. Okay, that's that's who I am, man. You know what I mean? I'm a lion that protects sheep. I don't eat sheep. It's a lion. You know what I'm saying? There's that. There are some people like, oh, don't, you know, be a lion, not a sheep. I'm like, well, motherfucker, not everybody can be a lion. Right. Okay. Right. Right. You, 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 but, but we got to protect sheep. And, and the reality is that um, I was once a sheep that was protected by lions. Correct. I was. And then I've turned into a lion. My job is to help protect sheep as best as I can. So everything I do is for that purpose. And that's what keeps me going period, you know, and that's why I work so hard at it because that's what makes my heart smile and my, my soul dance. And that's what makes me happy, you know, and it doesn't matter what anybody fucking thinks. It doesn't matter, man. It's what I do, what I do, what I want to do, how I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's why I work so fucking hard at this shit. I think it's uh, really cool that you said you, your kids are like getting into it and like, 
working on branding ideas and they're yeah. young. So that's pretty cool to get them yeah. into it at a young age, start teaching yeah. them the value of a dollar and hard work. Yeah. Like the earlier yeah. you start, the better off you are, I think. 100% correct. You know, um, I've got four kids. Uh, they're 25, 23, 15, and 14. One's going to be 16. Um, they're all very different. Uh, but, you know, they, they watch our actions. You know what? They watch the parents' actions. And, um, I, of course, I want my kids to be self-sufficient, uh, successful in whatever they want to do. If they want to fucking sell lemonade, hey, sell the best lemonade in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Be happy doing what you do, and you're going to be successful. Uh, and it's And it's – not about uh, all about money, but uh, no doubt if you can make a few million a year or whatever, think how much you can do more, you know, give back right to, you know, to society with that. So that's what I teach my kids. Um, and they're all doing very, very well as far as, um, you know, school goes, you know, sports. My son, Luke, wrestler, obviously, <laughs> you know, <laughs> football, uh, he's doing great. Uh straight A student. One of my kids is at U university UK, she's graduating, um, in the medical field. Um, and I don't give them just whatever they want. Hell no. You're like shit. If you got to work 36 hours straight, you're going to work 36 hours straight. I don't give a shit because I did it. You know what I mean? And so I don't want to create weak kids, mentally weak kids. I want to create mentally tough kids. And I have to do it. It sucks. I hate doing that as a dad. You know what I mean? But you have to, man. Otherwise, my next generation is just a bunch of fucking pussies. Okay? Seriously. I, I can't have that. We can't have that, man. Um, so I still work hard every single day. I get my hands dirty. I'm a dirty boy. You know what I'm saying? And at the stand, I, I put on my blue collar. And then I, and I put on my white collar later on. You know, what does that mean? I'm building a fucking business. You know what I'm saying? At the same time that I get dirty to help build the business. So whatever it takes, I don't give a shit. Just get it done. Doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Um, I think that uh, the good part about kids working, kids learn very quick. That's why they, that's why the whole media thing they take to and they're able to make so, so much money off of it. Because kids learn. Like, the last job I was at, we had, like, young kids, 15, 16 years old, and they would sit there and expo the food line. And that's a hard job, and most adults have a hard time with it. But something would click with these young kids, and they would literally be controlling this whole show. And I'm like, Jesus, you how old, 16? Like, you got it. Something click, and you got it. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, we got, we got, we have an incredible... And in my opinion, you know, we, you know, every time has changed. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm almost five Oh, so I've seen so much massive change in the world, uh, with, with just generational thinking, um, technology, um, growth, obviously humans, you know, right. It's more humans now than 20, 30 years ago. Um, it's mind boggling how we're able to somehow almost sustain that. Now there's a lot of poverty in this world. If you look at it overall, massive poverty, massive poverty. Um, that's heartbreaking in a, such a high level technological world, but there's so many reasons why, because of that, it has to do with uh, a lot of greed, 
bad governments, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And I just, I hope that our government doesn't get to that level, you know, here in the United States. And I hope we can keep it in a, in a, a free reign, allow us to, you know, do the things that we want to do. You know what I mean? Uh, don't control us. Don't try to control us. Uh, let us get out there and work. That's what the U.S. is. A, the U.S. is so awesome, man. People, when you let them get out there and work, man, they're, they're everybody's pretty awesome. You know, they're hustlers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, we, we just live in, we live in America is a have or have not um, country, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like you have yeah. the haves and you have the have nots. And it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just what it was built on. And that's just how it yeah. is. Some people yeah. have more than others. And yeah. Some people yeah. have nothing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I've seen it on both sides. I've seen people who started with a bunch and uh, they maintain what they had. Like I, I have a friend that inherited a uh, car wash and two nightclubs when he turned 18. And to this day, it's still <laughs> <laughs> and it's still running. He's in them every single day. He's running them and he's coming up with new concepts and ideas. They always got flyers. Yeah. So he didn't like mess it up and lose the business yeah. or anything. He still have all three and they're still going. And we're, he was 18 then, we're 31 now and he's still wow. running them. So, yeah. I mean, it was given to him, but the fact that he maintained it is still. That's good. awesome. Yeah. That's what I like because yeah. generational, that's what I'm building for my kids too. Maybe they'll do dad's business in the future. I don't know. I hope they do. That's why I work so hard. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to do. Um, create generational wealth for my for my family, my children. Um, I came here as a five-year-old kid from Columbia. Okay. Um, so I look at this country as very different than from maybe the people that were born here. You know what I mean? Um and so I'm very, very grateful uh, for this, this country, okay, personally. Uh, I respect it highly. It's not perfect, um, but it's allowed me to fail over and over again. And it keeps, what's the word? It keeps clapping at me. It keeps saying, keep going. You're getting there. You're, you're so close. You know that kind of thing. You're doing good. And, and that's what, when I look at the Statue of Liberty, to me, that's what she's telling me is, homie, don't quit because that's this country was built on a lot of failure, you know, and a lot of people trying. And a lot of people gave up a lot of things in their past uh, to sacrifice a lot to make this happen. So, you know, we're the greatest melting pot in the world, the greatest melting pot in the world. That's why we're successful. And we need to keep reminding people that that that's why we're so powerful. And if we lose that thinking man we're done man the chinese got us they got us they're getting close very very close all yeah, right i mean so, i feel like people people also love a nice steak as well so it's like i need to be successful so <laughs> i can go out and get that nice steak sometimes and i can buy the new shoes and i can live in a nice house like people d- want to have these things like sure. they're the things that sure. make life comfortable so yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. With, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think that you look at the people who live in, in like, uh, you know, the, what do you call those the reality shows with the, the people live in Alaska and they live by themselves out there in the middle of nowhere, man. I mean, if anybody's going to survive is those guys. Right. And anything. And they're happy. And that's all that matters. What mm-hmm. makes you happy? You're in a out in the middle of nowhere. 
literally working your butt off every single day to provide food for yourself. Literally, there's no grocery stores. Okay. Or you want, you know, a gross own a grocery store yourself, right? It's all good. Make it happen. It's, it's whatever you want. I, I have, I have no envy, no jealousy towards anybody or anything. I just want to be able to have freely do what I like doing and love doing. And that's it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Simple. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, there's no, there's a million ways to live your life, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, like you're saying, you know, you can go. So now, now we're in a place where we have to go to the grocery store and we have to uh, drive to work or walk to work or get to work where whenever Carmen and I met each other, you walk downstairs and you're at work. Somebody's making your meals for you, well, you know, or, you, or, or, or she's making the for meals you. for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that hasn't changed for me that, that much, but you know, <laughs> so well, you love you're a lucky man, bud. That's You're right. <laughs> so, so it's it's like, yeah, you you. In the end, the your life is going to be lived the same way. You wake up, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna provide for yourself somehow, any way, by any means possible, right? You know, yeah. for the most part, you know, whatever you need to do to feel satisfied, you know, mm-hmm. curb your hunger, and then you're gonna go to sleep. And you're going to do it yeah. the, the next day, you know, and yeah. all the other yeah. stuff is just stuff, you know, it's just sure. things that go on. Yeah. So, it, you know, I, I think, do you, do you feel, do you believe you have a purpose in this world? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would not say it's a resounding yes, but I, I believe that everybody serves a function. So yeah, it, by, by, your function is your purpose if you think that you know so yes i would say that there is a if i have had a conversation (laughs) with somebody you know and it made them feel a certain way you know and they're like wow that made them think something differently you know that might be your purpose that one conversation you had with that's the way that i view it you know like you don't know what it is that you're doing. You you don't you don't know how you affect other people's lives or anything yeah. like that. So yes, sure. I do think that there is a purpose, right? Well, you're correct, and that's perfectly said, brother. Um, it's real simple. Two words that we just all need to do every single day, everybody, and we need to preach this more and over, more and over. Okay, is be kind. Just be kind. Okay, that's all. Be kind to people. Um, I work in the I restaurant think, industry. That's, that, that's not now, a thing. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> that is. Hey, be listen. kind. People are not very kind. <laughs> right? I, I, and you have to swallow your pride in your tongue to just. Uh, like, I'm. I'm like pretty that. much. I'm the worst with it. When people are like, because uh, I work in an open kitchen right now, so sometimes customers will scream at us while we're cooking. Like, I need mayo what? now. And it's like, um, so I just pretend like I don't see them or I'll straight be like, if people ask for extra stuff, Hey, in the morning, you guys have a banana? No. (laughs) Where's the bathroom over there around the corner? Don't know where the bathroom is. Like, I'm yeah. I had a restaurant for a year too long. Kirk, you remember? Did I, did you, uh, ever see that? I posted on Facebook back in 2017. In that Italian restaurant. 
Oh, no. In Floyd Knobs, Indiana. Yeah, an Italian restaurant. Huh. And uh, it was a venture I tried. You know, it was a guy that was a chef, very, very, very good. And uh, there was certain things were going on during that time that um, kind of were just right, pushed me to do this. Uh, so I took on a, a venture that I knew nothing about, uh, didn't do enough research and investigate, investigating, I guess, and didn't get enough uh mentoring the right people uh so let's just say that uh i'll never do that again in that way <laughs> you know um i might invest in a restaurant someday that's but it's, but i learned from that um and i do it differently but uh i got my ass handed to me you know literally in a year within a year and uh i just realized that i'll never want to ever run a restaurant uh invest in one sure but run one, hell no. Okay. Yeah. That's a different animal. That really was a different yeah. animal. It's a dirty. World. It's a dirty business. It's a dirty business, big time. <laughs> dirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tell you what. It. <laughs> wow, man. I just, Godly, dude. It, I don't. I never want to do that again, man. Never. I, I respect the people that are in it and do it every day. I'm so grateful for them. To be honest with you, especially the owners of the restaurant business. Um, I've got a greater respect for them than ever before, man. You know? Uh, yeah. I'll never do that again like that. I lost my ass. But guess what? It's, it's just money. Fuck it. I'll make more. Give a shit. You know <laughs> it comes I mean? and goes. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I'm still here. I'm killing it. Killing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So whatever. Well, I definitely wanted to ask you a couple of questions about um, opening a business. Um, so me and Kirk's goal is to open up something small. I was thinking something like a small little pizza or sandwich shop or something, something like that. Um, but I guess what I struggle with, first off, I think before I do it, I want to sit down and be able to talk to somebody to figure out step by step by step. What do I need to bring this, uh, dream to fruition? Um, but yeah. I guess yeah. one of my questions is, so if I start if I start off with a business plan and then I take that in order to get funding for the mm-hmm. actual business, don't you need to have the building in your business plan in order to get the money? To, no, for you don't the have business? to have No, you just you gotta you just gotta know how much, you know, number one is, you know, what's your rent gonna be? And remember this too. Um, right, but if you if you by the time you actually get approved for the business plan, say that building that you had in mind, yeah. someone already took that building, and now you got to look for another one sure, that, another that changes building. everything. Yeah. That changes. Yeah, I mean it, it can change. I mean, there's so many, uh, so many working um, components to getting money. Um, first of all, banks don't give a shit about all they care about is what you have that they can take from you when you fucking lose. It's all banks care about. They don't give a fuck about you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you may have to knock on a hundred banks. That's what Starbucks did. Starbucks guy, when he had his idea, he knocked on a hundred banks. 99 said no. 105 said, oh, okay, I'll give you a little chance, you know, and it, could have been that mom and posh bank, you know what I mean? Just trusted them. You know what I mean? Trust. Um, first of all, 
what are you passionate about food wise? Then, I, yeah, go ahead. What are you passionate about? About food wise? Yeah. Like, uh, what do you really want to do? As far as a restaurant concept? Yeah. What do you, what do you fucking like are so passionate about? You can't sleep at night because all you do is think about it and you're writing and shit down. That's what you got to be. That's what you got to have. Dude, I want to own something so I'm not working to where I'm able to, if I'm going to be putting in this amount of work in the hospitality industry, I got to be doing it for myself. Like, I don't mind doing this amount of work and putting in the hours and doing whatever I need to do. But to do it for a corporation or a place that's treating you like shit otherwise and not uh, empathetic to anything is like I would rather put all that energy and work into something for our future. Amen. Amen to that. So, so what? that's where the passion, that's the passion right there. What would you like? That's your reason. Right. What's the passion? What kind of food is your passion? I don't know if I necessarily have a passion. <laughs> Figure it out. Um, <laughs> Gotta have that passion. Your reason is, is legit. Your reason is legit. I appreciate that. Okay. That's cool. What's your passion what kind of things do you want to do and create as far as are you a chef? Well, I'm looking at it differently. I'm looking at it from the aspect that if I was to go in starting from my situation and looking for grants and money wise and all that stuff, yeah. I would want to start something small and sure. not okay. right. So I would, and I know that it's low overhead in the pizza business. That's what I start. That was the first job I ever had doing pizza so i i understand how it works ah that's the thing pizza you understand pizza i understand how it works i understand uh, the ingredients the pricing that those all those details so start with pizza that's the plan that's the plan start pizza and and be passionate about that pizza and what that pizza how it's going to look how it's going to taste your name is going to be on that pizza, okay? You guys ever heard of Papa John's? <laughs> I might have heard of him before, yeah. <laughs> right. He doesn't live far from me, right. okay? Right, Kurt? Yeah. The man, I know the whole story. I've actually met the people who owned the place where he first started. Yeah, wasn't he making pizza outside of like a inside a bar or something? Or in a closet in a closet right that that was in a bar yeah in a closet in a bar bar. (laughs) yeah shit bar Uh the fucking guy's passion was so insane literally okay he's not and he's fucking smarter or dumber than you and i right but his passion destroyed you and that's why he is who he is today period okay he learned business as he went on. He understood. He learned by mistakes, right? But his fucking passion was pizza, man. All right? And the guy, his pizza's good. It is good. Okay? I like it. Yeah. Right? Um, but what I understood, what I've learned from watching him, because I do study him, believe it or not. I study a lot of people. Um I got a chance to meet the people who met him since day one. Mm-hmm. And I got to ask questions that I was very curious about. Right. Bro. All of them. The fucker's passion was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 
could kill you with his passion. And then he knew that he would be so successful that it didn't fucking matter if he talked to a thousand people to invest and they all said no. He had the same psychotic passion and excitement when he was told no a thousand times. See what I'm saying? Right. Fucking psychotic passion. So remember, to be successful, you got to be willing to accept failure. And it's just a learning experience. That's all failure is, man. It doesn't even really exist. The word failure is a fucking piece of shit word that some dipshit created. Some fucking depressed motherfucker. Okay? (laughs) Yeah, right. Failure is bullshit. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist in my terminology, okay? Um, It's setbacks. I call them setbacks. Right? And I got to figure out, okay, what did I learn from that? I just lost $150,000. Fuck. Okay, that hurt. That's okay. I'll do it again. You know what I mean? I'll figure it out, right? Mm -hmm. So figure that out. What's your passion? Start doing your homework. Start thinking about that shit every single day. And it starts to create, starts to manifest. Yeah. And it, I earned my, I bought my first gym by myself. I paid it off by myself. I don't even know. It just happened. It created, because that's all I thought about every day was owning primetime fitness. I was 26 years old, 28 when I paid it off, bro. Okay. I'm a fucking kid has no money in the bank. I'm broke as shit. Okay. I owned it. It's mine. Because all I thought about was that. And the universe said, we'll figure it out for you. Mm -hmm. Keep that passion. And work your dick off. For yourself. You know what I mean? I'm still doing that for myself. And I'm I'm getting closer and closer to all the things that I love doing and things that I want to accomplish, whatever they are, you know? So you got to have that passion. And I'm telling you without it, it ain't going to happen. You won't even get close. Don't worry about the rest of the fucking money. It's just fucking money. Tell it to serve you. Lewis, I'm with you, but the money part, man, I (laughs) I don't, if I can minimize as, uh, the setbacks by learning as much as possible before yeah. investing or or uh, losing everything. That's that's the goal because I taking financial setbacks. That's yeah. I would like to try to minimize that as much as I, I understand it comes with some drawback. But Jesus, yeah, that's all that's all we're doing minimizing minimizing the setbacks. But understand you're gonna have a fuck ton of setbacks. Yeah, but that's why something smaller. <laughs> like this you're not wrong you're you're correct i'm not gonna me, disagree and, me and kirk know a guy a guy that i worked with who uh went into business and he had a a, a ramen place and his Ooh. business failed and he was out of a bunch of money and he is fucking depressed very depressed and that is horrible but you know what though you know what he's not meant to be in, and then fucking hey get the fuck out of the biz go work for somebody then because the reality is, is that's the reality of going into business. Okay, it's a gamble, right? It's a gamble. It's a right. fucking. It's the biggest gamble in the world. Right. You have more luck going to Vegas and playing fucking uh, blackjack, whatever, and winning. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Okay. So understand that 
the first success may not work out very well. I've done more. I've, I have had more failed businesses than I've had successful businesses. A lot. Okay. All right. Yeah. But I don't look at them as failures. I don't really even look at them as losses. They're all just, okay. I, I learned something from that motherfucker. I learned there. Okay. Go back to the fucking drawing board. It's all good. You know what I mean? You know? So the more times I swing, I promise you the more successes I will have. Okay. And I hit a single, I hit a double, I hit some foul balls. I'll hit a fucking double. I hit a triple. I hit a fucking home run. I, I created a brand nasty called nasty good about three years ago. And I had it for less than a year and I sold it out of nowhere. Now, did that make me millions? No, I sold it for $25,000. That's chump fucking change. But guess what? I sold it. What are you <laughs> right. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't even fucking trying, man. It was just happening. I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it. I got something else in line. So I created a fat kid project with that. I put all that 25 K in the fat kid project because what I'm doing with this is really was my heart was my mission. Right. And now I've got other stuff happening that is going to be like, dude, I'll be paying $25,000 a day in taxes one day. See what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to that. I can't wait to pay $25,000 a day in taxes. So that's my mentality. That's how I think. You see what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I'll take a bike to fucking work right now if I have to. I don't give a shit. Doesn't bother me none. So what? This dude driving a fucking nice car than me and he's driving me? I don't give a fuck. The bitch will be working for me. You see what I'm saying? So it's that mentality of you got to have a bit of arrogance. got to have a bit of pride. You got to have a bit of an ego. All right. You got to have a little bit of those things, not a lot, but a little bit of those things in order and fearless. You got to be fucking fearless, man. Fearless. Kurt, how did you feel the first time you stepped on the wrestling mat? Oh, man. I think I, I think I had a, I was, I always had an issue where I had the, I had the go pee pee before a match. <laughs> and, and I, I, I kind of feel like I was so nervous. I didn't quite get everything out, and there might have been a little bit of a little oh bit of a spot God. on the singlet. So I was, I was really scared. And then like, I'm like, man, are they gonna, are they gonna see this? Is it even there? Am I messing with myself? You know, like not messing with myself, <laughs> but you know, am, 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 is my brain? Yeah, you're scared. You know, you don't know what to do, and you're like, oh man. And this is, and this is something. Okay, so. You go to practice every day, right? You go to yeah. practice and, you know, that's, that's, you know, Steve over there. And I wrestle Steve every day. Well, now that's Joe over there. And I don't even know his name because he's from a different yeah, school. Yeah. Like, who yeah, are you, yeah. Joe? I got to shake your hand. And then, you know, we go at it and I don't know your moves. Like, what are you supposed to do? You know? That's right. So, yeah, scared. Scared yeah. as shit. And, but, <laughs> but you did it. You see what I'm saying, bro? Right. You did it. And, right. and life is the same way. Um in everything that we do, the, the scariest thing in the world, to be honest with you, in a sense, is being a father. Okay. Being a dad. It's it's like, holy shit. Uh, fuck, I've got these little guys to take care of. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. Um, they're expensive. <laughs> you know? um, they're all different personalities. But I've done pretty good so far. 
And I, and now once you what's the old Dan Gable saying, once you've wrestled everything else in life is easy. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And, and once you've had kids, same thing, man, everything, <laughs> you know, and they're good kids, you know, everything else in fucking life is just a fucking, it's just going to Vegas and playing. It's really what it is about. So I encourage you, um, to keep thinking about your pizza, what you want to accomplish. And and I want you to think such stupid, high, ridiculous levels of the kind of pizza you want to create. The greatest pizza in the world. Okay. Not just get by pizza, not just pizza people will like. No, your goal is create the greatest pizza in the world. Get to that fucking feel that passion, smell it, taste it. Every time you go to bed, that's all you dream about because then it's going to happen. And, and you're going to have a successful fucking pizza restaurant, period. You're going to have it. However you have to start it, just fucking start it. It doesn't matter if it's in a uh, food truck. I had a food truck. I had a, the best hot dog chili fucking wheelies in the world, all right? <laughs> I had a food truck. Right after the restaurant business, when I shut, I sold it, uh-huh. I got me a little food truck. I started my own hot dog thing, man, all right? And I had so much fun with that, dude. It mm-hmm. was so cool. But it was just a little something i wanted to try you know i didn't know where it was gonna go mm-hmm. i sold it like three four months later i think six months later <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> some guy because i realized that ah, this isn't what's gonna feed my family you know what i'm saying i can't feed them chili cheese dogs <laughs> all day, you know what i mean what's so, for dinner tonight guess what i had great chili cheese dog. everybody loved it you know everybody so but um i tried something and it felt great. I thought, you know, maybe we could be successful with it or maybe not. But I already knew that if it didn't work out, I wasn't going to get depressed and be a bitch about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. just like, fuck it. They didn't work out. I'll try something else. So I've done jobs I hated in the process of me pursuing my goals and my dreams. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But they all taught me something. All of them did because I wanted them to teach me something. I expected. I, I asked it to teach me something. Okay. And I, off all those places, and those jobs, those last 10 years today, I seal coat full time for a company called EC paving. You know, I'd be for, I'm a foreman for the residential. I love it. I get dirty every day. So guess what happened? <laughs> dirty boy, dirty boy. Okay. See what shit that happens when you, are appreciative and you and you're grateful for certain things other things happen that blow your fucking mind okay so i came up with this brand a year ago paving 2020 was a fucking nightmare for me my retail industry went to shit i lost i mean i i made no sales in 2020 what i gotta do i got i got family man i fuck do i need to go who do you want me to assassinate you know what I mean? Like, seriously, I was like that, that fucking level, man. I was like, who, who do I need to fucking go kill for a hundred thousand? You know, whatever. I don't keep up. Whatever it takes. Luckily, I didn't have to do that. <laughs> so I, I went to I went to work using my hands. And these motherfuckers are dirty, calloused. These are man's hands. These are dirty boy hands. This idea came to me last year, and it's just now coming alive, manifesting and you understand, let me tell you something, how fucking excited people are about this fucking brand right now. It's psychotic. And I haven't even launched the website yet. I'm just getting, it's just word of mouth right now. Okay. So you see what I'm saying? So I've been great. Be grateful where you're at today. Do not take it for granted. 
every day to get up and say, I'm grateful for where I'm at. Thank you for this fucking job. Okay. He's going to teach you something. Thankful for you too. Look at you too. Look at each other and say, I'm grateful for you. You see what I'm saying? Gratitude. The attitude of gratitude is going to give you more wealth than you'll ever fucking imagine in your life. Promise you that. I'm the example. And many others too that I know personally. Okay. So with that said, I mean, that's what I, don't be afraid. Be fucking fearless. Kirk, you're fearless. You're a wrestler, period. Okay. And my wife, honestly, is the one that is more conservative than me. And that's good. Okay. <laughs> She's very calculated. She's like, well, uh, how much is it going to cost us? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't care. You know what I mean? But then I'm like, okay, it's going to cost us. And she's like, hmm. She'll do that, you know. Mm. She doesn't tell me no, but she makes me think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Maybe you know? I got to think twice about that. How do I get that yeah. in? You know, I've, I've, a lot of things I've said no to because I'm like, fuck. She's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, God dang, okay. Thanks, honey. You know what I mean? <laughs> Off the shelf on that one. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I'm willing to accept that work as a team together. And you're both going to be very different in your thinking. And that's beautiful. Okay. All right. But you both have to be fearless to be successful. My wife is fearless. That's why I'm successful. Okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't have a wife. <laughs> right. Because I'm going to do a fucking shit anyways. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'd rather do it with her. Somebody going yeah. on that journey with you, it, it, somebody to walk by your side and you're like, hey, man, we're in this together. You know, like right. this is That's us. Right. You know, uh, we got to exactly. we got to kind of wrap up. But I'll I'll tell you just real quick. Um, Carmen and I, we met, you know, on Catalina. We we knew we wanted to do something together, you know. And we're like, oh, man, we just got to go somewhere. And we ended yeah. up here. You know, we we knew each other a few months. So we took that leap together. That's she's the person on my side. And that's, you know, we're we're there doing it for each other. You know what I mean? Like you're not, you're not going to lose. Right. Exactly. It's impossible to lose, guys. It's impossible. All right. Um, you can do it by yourself. You can do it by yourself. But together, it's called a power couple. And it's a lot more fun together. Take those chances. Be fearless. It doesn't matter. There are just setbacks. If it doesn't work out, it's a setback. But pull the trigger. You feel me? Pull the trigger. And be obsessed about it. Because that's when all the tools you need, money, fuck, whatever all that shit is, it just happens. I can't explain it. I really can't. It shit just happens, man. I you should see my basement. It's my fucking <laughs> shop. It used to be like a five by five idea. Mm -hmm. Now my whole basement's my fucking business. And it took about ten years of just working it every day, one right. way or another. Uh, this business, this is. I won't even be here soon. It'll be a fucking building, big ass fucking building. You mm -hmm. know that. Either I'm renting or I bought, you know, to keep this shit going. You know what I mean? So right. 
But you know what? Having that person in your life that supports you, cheerleader, also too, you know, smacks you in the back of the head real quick. Man, 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 you, know, don't do that. you know what I mean? Right. Like, okay, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Takes the lead, is beside you, is behind you, pushes, you know, that's important. So you do you two are a power couple, believe that, go make shit happen. All right. And I'm here for you anytime you want to call me, questions, whatever, feel free. Well, thank you. Um, it's been a great conversation. Really nice talking to you. Um, so we're getting towards the end of everything. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. You can also catch us on YouTube and all the streaming platforms. Thank you. Check out Lewis's Fat Kid Clothing and hopefully Dirty Boy soon, right? It's coming. It's coming. All you right. Know. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Thank you, Lewis. All right, brother.